Someone tried to hack my Pinterest account. <laughs> what? Someone tried to get in there. What do you mean your Pinterest account? My Pinterest. What do you use Pinterest for? I think I have two boards. What are boards? Pinterest boards. You pin things on Pinterest boards Okay. that you are interested in. What's the pun? Is it called a pin board? It's called a Pinterest board. No, what is the thing that it's making a pun of? Uh, pin and interest. It's like a portmanteau. Yeah. No, I get what Pinterest the word is. I'm asking what kind of boards have you... A cork board. It's probably a board made of cork. So cork is being replaced by Pinterest? <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Yes. Anyway, I think I have two. One is trampolines that I thought looked cool. <laughs> What? I thought this was a website for like wedding dresses. <laughs> you can put anything on there. What do you mean trampolines that you thought looked you cool? You can pin anything. Who's putting those pictures up There's there? There's ones that are built into the ground, <laughs> like in your backyard that are grass level. So I haven't used Pinterest. I may have an account, but I have never actively used it. You have a Pinterest too? I think I signed up for it just so I could like get my name and reserve it in case it took off. I do that with every social network. That's so lame, John. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so lame, dude. <laughs> so I know there's like, or I'm pretty sure there's like the viral pinning where like you can see what other people pin and you can pin it yourself. Can you also pin like you were on cooltrampolines.com? You can pin that even if it wasn't on Pinterest already? Uh, yes, yes. I think so. Okay. You can pin pretty much anything. Oh, okay. What do you mean you got hacked? <laughs> uh, someone tried to get in there. Someone in Malaysia tried to change my password. How do you know that? It told me. Pinterest told me. Pinterest said someone in Malaysia just changed your password. Is this you? Oh. <laughs> no. What was the purpose of their hacking? I don't I had some pretty good trampoline ideas. What's the other board? What's the other board? You said there were two. But aren't these boards public? These might have been private boards. Oh. These <laughs> I might have kept mine to myself. Okay, what are they? Uh the other one was ideas on how to make my bedroom look like a warlord's hut. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like one-tenth of the way there. You see that thing? Dude, that's a Native American dream catcher. Dude, that's a warlord. <laughs> I'm a peaceful warlord. Mike, they don't have that in Dothraki tents. <laughs> so how frequently do you pin to this? Uh, it's been a good five, six years. Oh, okay, okay. So It's this, been a good five, six years. So these were Mike from five or six years ago's goals and ideas. Peak Mike, yeah. Peak? <laughs> That's your best creative thought? Okay, so mm -hmm. Mike from today, 30-year-old Mike. Yeah. What's your next Pinterest board? Um, Gee whiz. Wait, are you able to access your account? Uh, Yeah, I changed my password. Great. Do you know what your account name is? No. I have, uh, God damn it. Let me check here. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, well, don't worry about it. What would you make a Pinterest board about today? I would love to collect my thoughts on... What have I been into lately? You know what? This is probably <laughs> like the Pinterest where you organize your thoughts before you become a warlord, and then you'll have some sort of public Pinterest. Yeah. So on the more sophisticated side of Warlord, what if you also, because a lot of people pin fashion, so I'm told, uh -huh. what if you made a Pinterest board of you collecting looks that helped you look like a Bond villain? Oh, I like that. Fascinating. So what do you, do you Google in Pinterest? What the, what happens? Um, that's a good question. It's been five years. Well, Mike, look across the street. That building is having all those lights going off inside of it. 
Do you see that? Is that a fire alarm going off everywhere? Yeah, it is. What would you pin? What would what pin does that make? Um, b- b- buildings. <laughs> Buildings with crazy lights? <laughs> Is that a board you can make? Bil- yeah. The Eiffel Tower lights up. Sure does. We could write something crazy in a building. <gasps> okay, well, you make the board buildings with crazy lights. I hope the people in that building... Oh, good. The fire thing turned off, so that's great. So my hopes came true. Uh, and then Mike will check in on you in sometime in the future. Okay. If Josh remembers this, because neither of us will. <laughs> put a reminder in my phone. Can you put it on Pinterest? I don't think it does that. I have no fucking idea what Pinterest is. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. Hi, you're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Mike Bogart, Josh Harrison, and me, Tapanjani. Enjoy the episode. Why do you always ask them to do that? What do you mean? Enjoy the episode? Why should they? I don't know. I just wish them well. You guys don't wish our listeners well? I wish they have a good day. But, like, if they enjoy the episode, it's you're commanding them. You think enjoy the episode? I guess it is a command in some context. Well, enjoy the episode if you'd like. I love you more than cheese? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? What do you think it is? Well, it's just a little block on your desk that says, I love you more than cheese. Yeah. So I'm guessing a cheese lover gave that to you and that person loves you. What if they were lactose intolerant, though? Oh, so you're just barely better than something that they like? Well, that's in fact the case. <gasps> Wait, really? <laughs> My girlfriend gave me this. She does not eat cheese. <laughs> it was more of a, um, I don't actually like cheese, so do you know anyone who would want this? And then I just kept it. Oh, so this is just a misunderstanding? Yeah, I mean... You loved yourself more than you loved cheese? I love myself more than other people I know who I would want to give it to. Because I do love cheese. So basically, you just stole something from someone. You're re-gifting to yourself. <laughs> I'm I'm a person. Yeah, you are. You deserve You this. can gift something to yourself. You know what, Mike? I'd actually, I don't know if I can say that sentence to you. I'm sorry. But I do, I do love you. Uh-huh. I just love cheese a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if you break that threshold for Really? Me. Yeah. You go to lengths for cheese. Yeah. The cheese I love is not Swiss enough for you to like go burst through. All right. <laughs> it's solid. <laughs> a solid block of Vermont cheddar. Yeah. Ooh, I've never had that. I bet I'd love it. Cheese lover? You never have Vermont cheddar? I'm not a cheese lover. It's pretty sharp. It's sharp? What does that mean? You're not a cheese lover and you don't <laughs> love me as much as cheese? We've known each other since we were 12. Also, you're a cheese lover. You don't know what sharp means? Yeah, okay. Let's take it easy on the attacks, guys. Cheese doesn't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck cheese. Oh, come on. Fuck cheese. You love cheese. I love cheese. I really do. Josh, what do you want to talk about? So I remembered something embarrassing from high school. Oh. <laughs> you say that now after we've literally <laughs> recorded a moment we will be embarrassed about probably five minutes after this recording ends. My, I'm very hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> Go on. Do you want to dab yourself with some cheese blocks? <laughs> So I had a habit in, I want to say it was like ninth and 10th grade, maybe 10th and 11th. I think it only lasted for about 12 months. I went above and beyond using the your mom statement. 
Ooh, oh, yeah. Okay. You've pulled that out on me quite a few times. Really? Your mom has pulled that out. Like, that's the type of thing that I would do constantly. Yeah, you know what, bitch? It's fine because... <laughs> Because, like, you never use that right. By the way, Mike and I had discussed before the show started, we're going to call each other bitch this episode. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. (laughs) Bitch. I like it. Yeah. Go on. So this doesn't register as exceptionally embarrassing to you? Like, I would do this multiple times in a single conversation. You know what's really embarrassing about it? It's two things. And I hope you don't mind that I'm about to break you down a little bit. Because, again... (laughs) I also love you, but I definitely love cheese more. (laughs) Okay, understood. Oh, God, I hope no one is reading between the lines my previous evaluation. I love you both. Anyway, listen. With the your mom thing, your mom is a funny joke. Your mom jokes have been around probably shortly after jokes were invented. Yeah, they get you. There's a reason. I'm guessing the first joke was about someone falling down. I just can't figure why someone would make a your mom joke before that happened. I could see that. You've fallen down, banana peel. But there are times where it doesn't work. Like, I can't be like, your mom was the first one. Right, right. So hang on. Hear me out. So I know (laughs) that. And in that example, I can actually point out both things. One, you almost never use it when appropriate. Like, you don't respond to the right things. There are plenty (laughs) of opportunities to say your mom did whatever. Like, Mike and I will try to do that to you if you'd like. But you always pick the wrong phrase. The other thing is your tone of voice that you deliver it with is incredibly condescending, which is like (laughs) fine. But in a your mom joke, you're really trying to make a lighter joke. It's not supposed to be an attack ad, you know? I actually, I thought this was stricken from my vocabulary. I didn't realize that I was still using this. I thought that this was over. No, you you still do it. <laughs> really? You're slipping them in? Your mom jokes? Yeah, yeah, a bunch. It's fine though. Like, wait, really? Really, really. I'm not. I, you sound like you're asking me for the realsies, and I am telling you for the realsies. You did do it. it <laughs> you, you do it from time to time, like when you're feeling a little bit emboldened. But again, you should do it. Just pick the right lines. Okay. Hmm. Work on it a little. Okay. And get to know my mom. You know. Your mom is wonderful. I mean, I don't know her as well as I'd like to, but yeah. That's fine. Figure out her quirks and then bring up those things. And then I'll be like, damn, he got me twice. Oh. Get some deep material. Or say the opposite and then it'll be a fun, ironic thing. Okay. Do you want to try, just to see if I can learn here, do you want to try throwing out three statements and I have to pick which one I want to your momify? Okay. This could be a little tricky. Mike, why don't you go ahead first? Okay. Um... So in the form of like... In a non-your-mom sentence. Right. Which I'm really glad we talked about because I'm almost 100% sure you were going to say your mom. I was just I was going to leave your mom as a blank and then just go. No, say it. Fill in the blank. And then he's just going to replace it with your mom? That's often how these jokes work. Why am I <laughs> okay. teaching both of you all about this? You're giving... Basically, you're like making statements that have nothing to do with anybody's mother. Mm-hmm. And if I'm learning, going to pick the best one okay. to throw a your mom joke at. Right. Okay. Instead of what he's been doing with these terrible, terrible choices. <laughs> uh, I tried to parallel park today and I couldn't do it. Okay. I ate a 13-inch hot dog. I had sex with your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Josh, the game is a little bit easier. (laughs) But go ahead. Trick question? Yeah, I feel like it's trick question because all of those are funny in different ways. 
No, no, no. There's one of them that's way less funny. There's one of them that's way less funny. So there's one that is way less funny. Which one? Which one? (laughs) The parallel parking one is less funny. Okay, so you know that. But if you notice, there were actually two statements in there where he said, I tried to parallel park and I couldn't do it. You could say your mom couldn't do it. I know you could. And that's better than your mom could parallel park. No, I'm not saying that's the one I'm going for. Leave the whole thing. Leave the whole thing. There's nothing funny there, okay? There's nothing funny there. Okay. But there's different ways of the other two being funny. Why don't you try to explain that? (laughs) Because a hot dog is something phallic. Okay, so you get that joke. Yeah, so there's innuendo there. Yep, okay, good. Right. But the having sex with your dad thing, it's pretty just out there on the table. That's something a mom would do. Yeah, which makes it kind of doubly funny. It's like you understand that you're also mocking the joke structure, you see? Right. That's satire. It's a meta joke. Exactly. Okay, so you know most of this information, so now all you have to do is just be, what's the word? Make better choices. Judicious. Yes. Okay. Discerning. Hmm. Discer- Mike, this is great. Do you have any more words? Um, Choosy. <laughs> okay, remind me to only ask you for two choices of <laughs> Two <things>. words each. <laughs> two is your limit. Yep. <laughs> okay, so to end this, Okay, you have an ending? Go ahead. Well, I just want to, like, wrap it up. See, but now it's too late. I needed to say it right afterwards. I can't wait, like, four minutes of discussion and then say, your mom has sex with your dad? Yeah, right. We'll discuss timing next week. Okay, that's next lesson. Okay. Um, I'll... Okay. What? <laughs> no, 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 that's fine, that's fine. I was just hoping to get a zinger in at the end, but I guess it didn't happen. But if you knew to do that, why didn't you just do it? Oh, God damn it. Lesson three, (laughs) confidence, okay? (laughs) Lesson four, practice. Lesson five, self-awareness in totality. (laughs) You got a lot to learn. Your mom has a lot to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Keep forgetting about the bitch thing. I feel like you don't want to say it. No, I do. Some ladies say it to each other in their circle of friends. Bitch? Yeah. Like that? Well, no. I want to say it a little more like... Bitch. (laughs) What's up, bitch? (laughs) But like, you're my friend, bitch. Yeah. I recently listened to the listeners. Mm, What's that? I listened to the listeners of this show... Oh, you did? Who told me to go to the doctor. Yes. Nice. No way. I've already gone to two doctors, got a third one this week. Dude, that sounds terrible. You have to go to the doctor three <laughs> times in a week? What happened? Are you okay? No, I was just taking care of myself. What's happening? Well, one was physical therapy. Okay, good. Okay. Doctor, sort of. Yeah. The other one was an eye doctor. Hey, oh, an optometrist. They're also known as an optometrist. Anybody else call any other doctors by just the body part? A butt doctor. Podiatrist. An ear, nose, and throat. No, but podiatrist and optometrist are better than foot doctor and eye doctor, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's some class to it. The fact that you went to all this schooling. Pulmonologist. What's that? A lung doctor. That's what my uncle is. Lung doctor. Shout out to Uncle Ian. Shout out to Uncle Ian. Hey, Uncle Ian. Pulmonologist you. I don't <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever expected pulmonologist to be named Ian for some reason. <laughs> That's true. Hmm. Is his last name Harrison? Can you say it? Do you want to say it? You don't have to say it. 
No, his last name is Hoffman. He's like a very, I don't know, he's a Jewish doctor type. Ian Hoffman, pulmonologist. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> does, it, does, it, does it like that? <laughs> exactly like that. You nailed it. How are you? <laughs> How are your lungs? <laughs> anyway, believe it or not, this is the first time I've ever been to the eye doctor. Ever? Ever. For a full what? For a full eye exam. I've had What did you go tests. there for before? I have great vision. <laughs> what do you mean you've never gone there before? I've had eye exams. I've never had the full retina scan. Oh. All that stuff. They do that like flashy thing where you like see the lightning in the back of your eyes or whatever. Right. Or the puff of air. They don't puff there. What do you mean they don't puff? They don't puff at my new eye doctor. You started going to the eye doctor after puffing? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I've never puffed. When I went in there, they're like, you heard about the puff? I'm like, yeah, I heard it sucks. They're like, we don't puff. Unbelievable. Fuck you, puff. dude. Fuck yep. you, Mike. No puff. I'm going to blow in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this must be what it felt like the first time somebody went to a doctor after like fucking leeches were ruled out. Like no more leeches. <laughs> no leeches right. at this one. You could just get my blood way easier without some like weird animal moving around. Yeah. That you're going to squeeze later. I'm on the forefront of eye doctor optometry technology. Perfect. What do they do now? I had a wonderful experience there. Good. Good for you. In my little note when I made the appointment, I wrote, first eye exam ever, can't wait. You were ready for it. <laughs> I was ready, and when I got there, they fucking delivered. Describe your experience. I went in. They were having a very cool high-level business meeting out in the uh, out in the lobby. No way! Like one of those com- one of those commercials that you walk in and there's no one talking, but there's background music and the doctors are always talking right in front. Very stylish. Everybody's wearing very cool glasses. Oh, it looked <laughs> really cool. The customer service was out of this world. Really, I had a great time. Yeah, it was on my day off. It was Good Friday. Did you say the name? Uh, it was Franklin Eye Care in Chicago. Shout out to Franklin Eye Care, I guess. So when I went in there, I was like, so why are you here at like 11 a.m.? I was talking to the receptionist. And he said, you know, why, why are you here during the day on a weekday? And I was like, oh, I have the day off. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> he said, fuck you. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Are you serious? Yeah. He said, fuck you. He goes, fuck you. I wish I had the day off. <laughs> you went to an R-rated optometrist? Yeah, it was Or could so you tell cool. that it was a big R or you'd never been through that experience before? <laughs> Is that why you're wearing a shirt now that basically looks like an eye exam? You've fallen into the culture? It's true. I could see all the R's. I got great marks on my vision. Uh, are you 2010? Uh, they didn't tell me. Why didn't you ask? I don't know. How else would we compete? <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask next time. Oh, you're going back? I'm going back. Nice. They put yellow stuff in my eyes. Wait, What? I got a lot of different kinds of yellow drops in my eyes. One of them numbed my... Have you guys ever had your eyeballs numbed? What the fuck, dude? You entered one of those like Jordan Peele movies. Yeah, it was an experience. Eyes. (laughs) That's going to be the next one. It was an experience. I blew yellow stuff out my nose. I hate... That's gross, dude. It was wild. It's all connected like that, huh? It is. It is. Mm Mm-hmm. Gross. Anyway, my instead of for you is, give me like a really positive first time experience you had. We're not going to talk about how weird that is. (laughs) Do you want to? Yeah, just blue highlighter stuff out of my nose, but it's fine. Let's move on. What the hell, dude? Why'd you let them put neon eye drops in your eyes? Were were you listening to music? 
No, it was in dead silence. It was in dead silence. They poured neon drops into your eyes. Mm-hmm. Just picture that as a painting. Look at yourself in a painting. <laughs> I was crying neon yellow, like for real. They gave me a Kleenex. What? Is this fucking Sin City, Mike? It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Fucking hell. Okay. I know. I know. So, But you enjoyed this? Did they drug you? Maybe through the eyes. Can you do that? Oh, my God. Of course. What if you got drugged through the eyes, Mike? They could have eye drugged me. Holy shit. I mean, they probably did. Did you experience feelings of euphoria? I had a great time. Did you commit any crimes shortly thereafter? Uh, not that I remember. What happened right afterwards? I got lunch. Okay. By myself. I paid for it. Okay, maybe they didn't drug you at all, but my eyes were numb. What is that? I don't know what that would feel like. They feel really heavy. Anyway, what's the instead of? Give me a good first time experience. Oh, you've had. I have a lot of those. Yeah, you do. By virtue of my wandering. Yeah. Do you think someone will ever quote me as saying, by virtue of my wandering? No, that's not a cool quote. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you really need a little more context. What if they ended it right there at the, no, that's not a cool quote? Still no. <laughs> I think still no. All right, all right, fine. Hang on. Josh, you go first. Okay. I was in Kentucky for a wedding a couple years back. Cool. Hmm. And I went to a whiskey distillery. Oh, okay. Had never been. Had been to like a winery and a and a brewery before, but never been to any place that makes whiskey. Mm-hmm. And it was like this really small place. I think it was was it blue corn whiskey? Blue corn whiskey. That sounds pretty cool. Let me see if that's uh no, that's not it. Don't go there. Go somewhere else that I can't remember the name of. Okay. So not that great of an experience for you. Well, I don't remember. I know they used blue corn in one of their things, and it made like a clear a clear whiskey instead of it being blue uh, brown. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought it'd be blue. This place sounds really weird, too. Why are you guys both going to such weird color-based places? But it was super cool because we could like, at a lot of the bigger places, they just have these like, you know, these huge industrial machines and you never actually see any of the liquid because it doesn't like pass through anything. Mm -hmm. It was just like a big garage, basically. And so we got to like go right up to the thing and we could like taste the, I think it's called the runoff or something like that. And it tastes like much sweeter and... The runoff. Cool. Yeah, it was just, it was super cool. I got to try a bunch of different kinds of whiskey and yeah, and it was just like, I was there with my family because it was a, it was a family friend getting married. And so we all just kind of like went through this thing and it was just like us and the dude that works there who, he's not a tour guide. He's like a guy that makes whiskey and he gave us the tour. It was super cool. That is very cool. That is really cool. I mean, I don't know if he would appreciate being called not a tour guide. He did give you a tour. Well, sure, but I mean, you know, if you go to like the Jack Daniels distillery or whatever, yeah, they have people where it's their full-time job to give tours, and there are other people where it's their full-time job to make the whiskey. I'm saying this guy did it all. Oh, okay, okay, it's a compliment. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You know what's weird is I also have a liquor-based story. Oh. oh okay. Me. I know. Oh, it's actually called Bluegrass Distillers. Okay. So close. Good to know. Bluegrass Distillers. Yeah, great whiskey. Would recommend. Well, bourbon, I guess. Yeah, great. Josh, you don't know anything about that place, man. I mean... (laughs) Mike, what was your question? A memorable first-time experience? A memorable, like a time you had a really fun... You didn't say memorable. You said, like, pleasant. Pleasant, sure. Did anyone say fuck you when you were there? (laughs) Josh is saying a massive fuck you to this entire distillery right now. (laughs) Mm, I'm sorry, Bluegrass. 
We love bluegrass bourbon. I thought it was blue corn bourbon. It's blue corn bourbon made by Bluegrass Distillery. Jesus. Okay, listen. Mine was called Glenfiddich. Do you guys oh, know Glenfiddich? Oh, I do. Yeah. Scottish. I was in Scotland. You were. That's right. Damn. I was with my cousin. Shout out to my cousin. Shout out. I would say his name, but it's hard to say, and it kind of sounds like the N-word in our language. Just starts oh. with a J, but that's not how you really say it. So that's his name. Shout out to him. I'm sorry that you have an unfortunate name in English culture. But Me too. Sorry. He's a super cool guy, and he was my tour guide on this trip around Scotland. That's cool. Funnily enough, we took a detour because we were off in like the middle of Scotland, and then there was this little tiny, like, what's that wheel looking thing where water passes through? What is that? A water wheel? Water wheel? Is it really called a water wheel? Yeah. I think so. Hand to God, I never knew that. I think so. They're so picturesque. They're beautiful. Are there any water wheels in Chicago? What if the Ferris wheel from Navy Pier just went into the water for a half a second? <laughs> <laughs> you come back out just like, ah! <laughs> you're back up. Actually, uh, that would be super, super awesome. What am I yeah, talking about? what? That'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be dope. Chicago, get on it. A dipped Ferris wheel. I think I've come up with our brand new icon. Into the aquarium. Terrible. You want to dip? Dude, they're so far away. Yeah. How are you going to make that happen? Anyway, sorry. Anyway. Yeah, so Glenfiddich, I don't really drink, I think, as both of you, uh, well, you, you both definitely know that. Yes. But I had occasion to here, and they give you like a flight of their alcohol, and they walk you through the historical places, and you see barrels. People really love talking about barrels. Barrels, mm-hmm, the uh, aging process. Listen to this. Listen to the word I know, Mike. You see some stills. Yeah, where they evaporate the, the liquor. Big yeah. ass stills. Yeah. They're like bronze. I don't think you can touch them. I think they're too hot. They're very hot. Yeah. Yeah. But you could take a ladder up to them at an angular entrance and stir them for some reason. You stirred a... Wait, you can or like a person can? A person can. I'm oh, sorry to let damn. you down. I know. Oh. But it was a really fun experience. I mean, alcohol to me just tastes like absolute dog shit. So like, I just I hate it. But I could get why people liked this brand of gasoline versus other brands of gasoline. <laughs> And the history seemed rich, and they treated me real nice. And Scotland is one of my favorite countries in the world. Same here. Shout out to Scotland. Shout out Scotland. I've never been. You haven't been? No, never been. No part of your mishmashed heritage is Scottish? Oh, no, a big part of it is. I've just never been. Dude, go. this is a calling. Maybe the experience you're supposed to have is at a place that you're actually, you know, emotionally invested. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll go. You'll go to Scotland? Yeah. Will you go to Scotland and then just like report from there? Yeah, I could I could pull a mic. That's what I did. Yeah. That's amazing. When are you gonna go? I mean I haven't booked it. Like No, let's plan this right now. When but can when? you go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike, encourage him. I need to do a lot of research here. I have a friend in Scotland that I want to see. I, I want to make sure that I can see him. Just take a ballpark guess, Josh. Mike, call him out. What time of year is best to go? I have done zero research. Josh, it's fine, dude. It's in the Northern Hemisphere. You know generally when to go. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, why are you so scared of your Scottish upbringing? What is in your past? <laughs> There's nothing in my past. It's a question about the future. I want to know what time of year is best to go. I know that you're saying it's Northern Hemisphere, but like summer is best in Seattle. But if you're going to New England, you should go in the fall. There are absolutely better times. And I'm a pretty flexible guy. I can go any time of year. Go in the summer. Go in the summer. Generally between summer and fall is fucking fine anywhere, okay? Just go right smack dab in that period of time. 
Okay, I'll go right smack dab in that period of time. When is that? July 4th. You think, you think that's right in between <laughs> summer and fall? You think that's the middle? Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Okay. July 4th. 4th of July. Okay, go ahead. So you're Scottish gonna... Independence Day. Yes. Is that true? Uh-huh. No. What if it was? They're not independent. Oh, I guess that's true. Not yet. Oh. Yeah, they voted against that, and then their country decided not to. Anyway, so I'll go. You'll go this year? Okay. Probably not, let's be honest. Why not? You just said you would. For the sake of pretend, sure, I'm going. No, I want you to really go and have a new experience. Or can you do something local that's Scottish? That's much more doable. Going to Scotland in two months from now is a very expensive proposition. I don't think so. I bet you could pull it off. On the cheap, because you're great at finding deals, it's part of your Scottish heritage. (laughs) Okay. You sure that isn't my Jewish side? I don't think I'm allowed to make that joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only allowed to impersonate your Jewish uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I could probably find a good deal and go. Dude, what if you went to Scotland this July? Think about how cool of a year highlight it could be. Yeah, that would be wild. I think you should do it. You know what? If I can pull it off, honestly, I'll try. You go with him? Yeah, fuck it. Should we have a group trip to Scotland? I don't know. Mike's pretty non-committal about next week. I don't think I can pull that off. See? (laughs) What if you found a deal that was $300 return trip? Yes. Okay, Josh, can you somehow find that deal? So, I don't want to blow up his spot, but I guess if I'm not using his name, it's fine. Uh, So, my friend from Scotland works for an airline company. What, dude? (laughs) Which will not be named. So, he can fly for like 90% off as long as he flies standby. Are you serious? Yeah. Can we somehow use that? And he can put a couple people on as his like friends and family thing. But he probably but he probably has other people on the friends and family already. Can you ask him? Can you ask him? Dude, if we can take a basically free trip to Scotland, don't you want oh. to do that? They think about how fucking cool that is in our lives to do. I do. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, that his help. Let's get his help. I will help you get his help. Okay. Okay. Mike, aren't you enthused? Yeah. You fucking love Scotland. I would love to go. We could go to Edinburgh. I don't want to lean on Josh's friend too hard. You, you know what? I'll be the assertive <laughs> asshole here. Do it, Josh. Let's make dreams happen. Okay. Uh, they are our dreams and not just my dream. I promise. <laughs> I was in New Orleans for a bachelor party. Yeah. We were. This weekend. Last weekend. Well, yeah, I guess, Mike. Yes, it is Monday. Fine. (laughs) But I was in New Orleans for a bachelor party. It was super rad. I can't talk about it at all, but I have a quick instead of they came out of it. Okay. Oh, damn. Okay. Mike, you can't talk about bachelor parties. You can't. Like that. It's true. It's the the code. The code. Yeah, the code. Sure, I guess. But this is because two of my friends are getting married to other people. There are two weddings, but on the same day, so I can attend the bachelor party of one and the wedding of the other. And so this was the bachelor party of the one, and it was super rad. But as you know, there's a place in New Orleans called Pat O'Brien's. I do. I didn't know that. Home of the hurricane. Oh. Home of the hurricane? The drink. The hurricane. Oh, invented there. Also, probably a heavy target of actual hurricanes because New Orleans gets fucked like that all the time. Dude, what the hell, man? (laughs) No, I like I know this. One of my mom's best friends lives in New Orleans and like they're always having trouble with hurricanes. 
one of your mom's best friends is having trouble with hurricanes. <laughs> okay, that's the only fucking hurricane joke I want to hear because New Orleans is awesome and I hope they never get hurt by anything ever again. I'm not making like a I hope they get hurt. I'm saying that like it probably came from the fact that like I don't know, you're not going to find like a DQ blizzard was not invented in Hawaii. I'm telling you that. This is exactly what happens when you have a whole bunch of hurricanes in New Orleans. Bachelor parties. I just relived this. I don't want to do it again, but it was an awesome bachelor party. But listen. Okay. <laughs> Instead of the hurricane, what would you name your own drink and what would be in it? I abstain as I do from the devil's juice. The devil's juice. You can't make a virgin drink? No, because come on, man. I'm the opposite. <laughs> of a virgin. Now it's on the record, and that was really embarrassing. I uh, had sex one time. <laughs> it's happened before. <laughs> I am a grown man. <laughs> There's probably one other person who's really embarrassed by that sentence right now. Anyway, go on. Only one. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see a drink. I like the devil's juice. Oh, I came up with one, what I a guess. Good name. So what are you going to put in it? Uh, fireball whiskey or okay. whatever liqueur. Mm-hmm. It's not whiskey. There is a uh, devil on that bottle already. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna go something real bad because it's the devil. Pickles, <laughs> pickle <laughs> juice, pickle juice. Okay, okay. Pickle garnish as well. Ew. Fireball pickle juice and then blue curacao. <laughs> what is that? Jesus. <laughs> it's uh the blue. Th- it's the blue liquor. Blue curacao. Curacao. Hypnotic. That's the, b- the bottle's blue. The liquor itself is clear. No, no, the liquor was blue and hypnotic. It was really? one of the first alcohols I ever drank. I've never had that. Hypnotic. Oh. Hypno- with a Q. Yeah, high school party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. You drink post, at high school? No, post-high-school party. Summer of graduation parties. All right. Pretty cool. You were- I wasn't there. I don't know. No. You've seen a bottle of hypnotic with me- I have. At the same time. Okay. Okay. Blue curacao. Is that what that is? No. Okay. It's in tropical drinks. I don't know what it is. It's some kind of liqueur. Uh, so blue curacao, pickle juice, fireball, and how about we put a little milk in there? This is <laughs> disgusting, dude. That's going to curdle immediately. Yeah. So you have to shoot it fast? You have to shoot it really slow. Ew. Oh, no. You don't order something called the devil's juice Why and expect devil? to like it. Why would the devil drink this? Because he, he sucks. Yeah, he sucks, but wouldn't he, he enjoy good he beverages? He does shitty things. The what? devil is notoriously cool. You think? He yeah. smokes cigarettes. That's true. He has that haircut. You don't see Jesus on any liquor bottles? No, not really. He likes wine. He does. Is he like an advertiser of wine? What wine does he endorse? Jesus Christ Vineyards? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. He turns <laughs> water into it. That makes it really easy. He can always find product. Vineyards hate Jesus. <laughs> this guy doesn't even eat grapes. Vineyards hate Jesus. <laughs> Josh, if you had a vineyard called Jesus Vineyards, how does your wine taste? That's your instead of. Holier than thou? Okay, holier than thou. I like it. That's good. That's a good marketing tactic. Describe it. Describe it in a way that Carmelo Anthony, NBA wine connoisseur, would really respond. Uh, It's oaky. <laughs> Hey, Carmelo. Carmelo. Listen, this holier-than-thou wine from Jesus Vineyards, real oaky. Aged in oak barrels, Mello. Right when you think the flavor's gone, it comes back again at the end. Like, the aftertaste is very strong. Oh! Okay. Very, uh, really leaning into the theme there. Much like a mellow comeback, 
in his career, potentially. That true, but I was really, you know, I was talking more about Jesus, you know. Yeah. Oh. The resurrection. Right. And it is like. True. What is today? Like really good Monday? (laughs) (laughs) Stellar Monday. What else? What else? Sulfites? (laughs) What do sulfites taste like? I think it makes you give have a headache, so no sulfites would be good. Yeah, no sulfites. But if you drink enough of it, then you surely see God. Oh. oh. So it's a hallucinogenic wine. Yeah, it'll get you pretty fucked up. God's real, though. Yes. For this wine. What do you mean God's real for this wine? It's Jesus' wine, so you, he must be real when you see him. It's not a hallucin- hallucination. Are you saying the invention of this wine would facilitate and, like validate the need for a real god to show up when you drink it yes do you understand how big of a statement that is like (laughs) you're saying there's a key to god and it's a fucking josh making wine called jesus wine or whatever i don't see how else it could work this is gonna sell like gangbusters who got into your head recently have you been (laughs) drinking this fucking devil's juice no it's a fucking highlighter juice in his eyes that's what it is dude great god it's the eye numbing you're going to listen to this episode and then go to the ear doctor and they're going to like drip some sort of fucking Gatorade orange right in your ear and you're going to come back even worse than before. Maybe you shouldn't have gone to the doctor. No, the listeners were right. Oh, what happened to your stomach? That's on Thursday. Okay. Oh. That one's coming up. Yep. Yep. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Roll credits. Bye. So I actually have a drink idea, but I'm not sure if it's racist. Mm. Oh, good. Okay. That's always what I think about when I come up with anything to do with food. Well, so I was thinking that my drink could be like an exciting, fun bar drink where you take a shot of something and drop it in to a beer glass full of something else. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That's a thing. What's it called, Mike? The Irish car bomb, which is Guinness in the larger glass, and then the shot is half Jameson, half Bailey's, I believe. Oh, mm-hmm. ew. It tastes like chocolate milk. No, it's delicious. Okay. Offensive name, offensive name. Right. So I'm wondering, is a Mexican standoff a racist name for a drink? Hmm. First, real quick, do you understand how racism works? Just generally. <laughs> With a Corona, and then in the shot glass, is there any kind of lime liqueur? There has to be, right? Lime liqueur? Is limoncello lime liqueur? That's. I think that's lemon. Is that close enough? What the fuck, guys? And probably. I offered a suggestion. Probably. I mean, we could probably, probably. do it with limes. That would probably work. Limoncello? Will that help? <laughs> it looks like that. It's spelled <laughs> like that. So half limoncello and half... Corona. No, and half tequila. Oh, 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 in the shot glass, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so you drop the limoncello and the tequila into the Corona, and then you chug it down. It is analogous. (laughs) I don't like this drink. I feel that we're starting from a... uh... Why did you start by calling it a Mexican standoff? That's where the heart of racism lies. (laughs) Well, there would... Yeah, there's three things. It's the the term from the movie, or the movies. Mm Mm-hmm. And so all these things are at odds with each other? Yeah. So the idea was to make an incredibly offensive drink? I guess you've accomplished that. <laughs> no, 
No, I mean, it's not an incredibly inf- offensive. I don't know. Because lime and Corona complement each other. And I don't know. I mean, tequila is kind of, I mean, that doesn't go. So that I guess that's the part of the standoff. I don't know. And then what's the third part? The Corona. So it's just a one-on-one Mexican standoff? Okay, so we need a third thing. Yeah, you do, because right now you just came up with a really racist drink with your justification after I gave you an out. What if we put in maraschino cherries? Is there anything Mexican about that? No. I don't think so. Great. Okay. (laughs) Okay, what about a slice of avocado? (laughs) Jeez. No, they like come from Mexico. I'm not talking about stereotypes. It's like a big export of theirs. I it know, is. I know, it but is. again, you've again made an offensive drink. Why won't you just take that explanation? Okay, fine. <laughs> I did it. Uh, he made a Mexican standoff. He won the Mexican standoff. He did not win the Mexican standoff. No. Josh is the avocado in this drink. <laughs> God damn it. That is a disgusting drink. <laughs> it sounds really gross. Ew. <laughs> It didn't sound te- like, I mean, I don't like tequila straight, but yeah, the avocado definitely makes it fucking gross. 